Hey folks, I'm Stephen Peterkins, and this is episode 116 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between our words and their intention. With the rise of social media, we are reading into each other's statements online with less and less charity. With that comes reading people's statements solely on a surface level, with little guess as to what the intention might have been when they said or wrote it. While this has been seen as negative by those who haven't become accustomed to it, I personally don't feel the same way. Unfortunately, we can cause damage with our words. If we're not careful, we can hurt people with what we say. King Solomon once said that, The tongue has the power of life and death. We've become more realistic with our assessment of the outcome of people's words. By disregarding intention, we've come to solely look at effect as the source of moral truth. While there are negative examples of this, i.e. people whose intentions were good but whose words were poor, there are also some positive examples. I'd like to take the time today to talk about one such important example done by Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson was one of the founding fathers of the United States. He was enormously influential in the creation of the United States and their revolution against the British. He also crafted one of the most famous passages of the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is a tremendous phrase, one that summarizes the entire ethos of the American Revolution. But there's a contradiction here. Thomas Jefferson owned slaves, and not just a few, but 600 of them. This contradiction is so obvious that even at the time of the document's creation, it was pointed out. In 1776, the abolitionist Thomas Day wrote, If there be an object truly ridiculous in nature, it is an American patriot signing resolutions of independency with the one hand and with the other brandishing a whip over his affrighted slaves. So, obviously Jefferson's intentions behind all men are created equal, didn't mean everybody, just white men who were landowners. But the phrase itself was able to transcend the biases of Jefferson and inspire others to pursue the greater ideal of the message. The phrase was used as a rallying cry by the abolitionist movement, specifically by Protestants during the Second Great Awakening, where the morals of the church were centered around the idea that all men are created equal in the eyes of God. It was also used by the Vietnamese in their proclamation of independence in 1945, using the phrase verbatim along with referencing the U.S. Declaration of Independence. Whatever the intentions of Jefferson were when he coined the phrase— Many people were inspired by the phrase and lived it out in a way that embodied its true meaning. It is both a blessing and a curse that the power of our words surpasses our intentions. Our words have the power to bolster malice even if we intend to be good, or they can transcend our own biases and become axiomatic, 
having influence beyond our comprehension. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.